guys what is going on my name is jonathan this is rated pg and this is comic book cinema we are bringing you the best comic book movie content today i am joined by three wonderful guests i'm just going to say their names and their names are going to appear underneath them grant watley jason gall and timothy watkins how are you guys doing pretty good fantastic <laughs> heck yeah and today we have assembled a team of four well, actually, more accurately, it's going to be two teams of two, 2v2, two two, if you will. Today, we are going to argue with each other about Man of Steel and its merits. Is it one of the greatest comic book movies of all time that's extremely underrated? Or is it overrated and the decisions that were made creatively do not make sense? We are going to find out today in this video. I think that this film getting a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes is a travesty. This is by far the best Superman film ever put to celluloid. The realistic consequences, the realistic like violence and carnage that takes place on this film, the story, Krypton, I could go on and on and on, but I'll just say, I know your probably main argument, Jason Gaunt, especially you, Jason Gaunt, is going to be, <laughs> is going to be, oh, he's Superman. He needs to be happier. Why couldn't he save more people? Well, I'll tell you why he couldn't save more people. This is literally this guy's first rodeo as Superman, okay? He just put the cape on. Russell Crowe did this to him and sent him out of the spaceship. He did his uh, Scott Stapp slash Jesus pose. Then he flew out of the space. Scott Stapp's first. <laughs> He goes, he goes to Earth, and guess what the first freaking thing that he's got to deal with is? Not one, not two, but multiple Kryptonians of equal power. This is literally his first rodeo. Like I said, Russell Crowe gave him the jockstrap. He's out the door, and this is his first test. So gave Jason, him a little butt slap and everything. Yeah, butt slap. Of course he <laughs> this is his first test. Of course, there's going to be casualties. He's trying. He saves people. He makes it a point to save people in this film. And he can't save everyone. He's one man, Jason. He may be very superpowered, but when you're dealing with three superpowered mofos, there's only so much you can do. Listen, okay. this is the best. This is the best, realistically, the best Superman ever put on film. The, not just Superman himself. The cinematography, the storyline, starting starting from when he was born, before he was born, till he grows up, it had there. You're like, how do you fit it all in one movie? You're, the whole origin story plus a huge battle, and they, I don't see how you could have done it better. Honestly, it, it was great. The whole thing, awesome. My top five comic book movies, for sure. If it's not five, it's number six for me. You want me to go, Tim? <laughs> uh, you start off. Let's, okay. I'm interested to see how you feel upon... Because I, I watched this movie with a, a tad bit more sober eyes this time around, but uh, my feelings are still maybe like a little bit toned down, but I, I'm, I'm interested to see how you felt this this watch around. Okay. There is a, a quote that I want to... Richard, yeah, Richard Donner, there's a quote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Richard Donner said this We take 
the material very seriously. We don't take ourselves very seriously. One, Zack Snyder, I cannot lie, the film looks beautiful. It is it is well shot. There are parts that I like. Zack Snyder can't do a character. Like, none of these characters are redeemable at all. What is Jonathan Kent's morality? He uh, can fight tornadoes. Not Jonathan, very well. Jonathan Kent thinks that some secrets are so worth keeping that great sacrifices have to be made to keep those secrets. And I, that, I, I'll go to that. But the problem with that is that when you have Superman killing, let's say, roughly 300,000 people at the end of Man of Steel, he doesn't ah. bat an eye. He doesn't feel sorry about it. He doesn't, because he has no moral from home. Jonathan Kent is, he's not a good person in this film. He's not at all. Like, he suggests that Superman lets a school bus full of children drown. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily He, did, he suggest didn't that. suggest that. He's talking about it. And Superman says, well, what, what was I supposed to do? Let him drown? And, he, and Jonathan he was said, like, maybe. Maybe is not yes, son. You should have. He said, he said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. Okay, so, all right, on top of that, so that's Jonathan Kent. Half of Superman's morality is so... Did, let me ask y'all this. Did y'all guys enjoy Batman v Superman? No. Yes. You went. You did? Okay. Jonathan, do you know why we get Batman v Superman? It's because Zack Snyder doesn't understand Superman, or he doesn't like Superman. Not Zack Snyder has nothing to do with the poor poor writing that was on display in Batman versus Superman, the poor decisions, the decisions that were made. And these are honestly, I think that it was, they had a great story in mind. Zack Snyder did. Then the studio was like, Hey, Zach, why don't you put wonder woman in there? I think it would be really cool if we could put wonder woman in there and start to build towards the justice league. We got to catch up with Marvel. Then Warner brothers was probably like, Hey, we also need to throw in Doomsday. We need to we need to have Doomsday and the death of Superman. That was a really cool storyline. Remember that? And how I thought that was a Teenage Mutant Ninja that? Turtle crossover. That was Doomsday. <laughs> well, Jonathan, let me ask you this: You said Zack Snyder had a great story. It was name studio me, meddling, not name yes, me the first one movie that Zack Snyder has ever done. The first fifteen this. to twenty minutes of that film were perfect. When Batman you had all the motivations the you needed <laughs> to set up a fight between Superman and Batman because. Batman's like, who is this guy? He just literally destroyed Wayne Tower. He's destroying half the city. I thought it was perfect the first 15 minutes. Then they start trying to give all these other reasons and motivations why they should fight. And this is a whole another argument because Grant likes this film. So we're not trying to get into all this. Yeah. We're still just talking about Man of Steel. I thought both of y'all hated Batman v Superman. I've, I've only met one other person who liked Batman v Superman. <laughs> I don't think it was like a top 10 movie or anything, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fight scene. I mean, it wasn't the best put together. Obviously, they're trying to catch up with Marvel, obviously. But you can't loop a bunch of movies together and say, well, Man of Steel is bad because these other movies are bad. Well, no, I think Man of Steel is bad because Man of Steel is not a good film. <laughs> okay, so back to your that, points, Jason. I know okay, you're dying so to make, or, or you Tim said, or Hooper's trying you, to make a point. You said something interesting. You said Zack Snyder had a great story. Can you name me a movie where, whoa, whoa, what was that? Zack Snyder. That was weird. About, He's dude? entered the chat. Uh, uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's hacking the chat. Can you yeah, tell Richard me another great movie that, or great story that Zack Snyder has told? with memorable characters that are redeemable at all. 
Yes, the Watchmen. What? Watchmen. Watch- he destroyed uh, Watchmen. Yeah, he destroyed- Watchmen. That was a source Watchmen material a copy. Three hundred. No, no, three hundred is just a bro movie. That like none of this. None of three hundred is also a, a comic book. Dude, he just- destroyed Watchmen. He bastardized Watchmen. That's <laughs> an unpopular opinion. I, I read the book. I, I think he's a fan. He can set up a shot like nobody can. I cannot take away any of the visuals of this movie. John, My what problem, did Watchmen? What did Watchmen score on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm not sure. I can look it up though. Look it up because I'm pretty sure that's like universally like pretty well liked. I am too, but I might be wrong. Let's see. I just love the book. It's the same reason I don't put The Shining very high up because I like the any, book. A anybody lot. who says they like the book of something, it automatically takes away points from you because the book there's nobody that says oh i could just imagine how good it is versus actually well, watching something this is, a, this is a comic book though so yeah. it's it's a little bit different like it's alan more <laughs> alan more hates it just for the record i feel like i feel like watchman was just watered down a lot of the main points were still there but it's just like i also am a pretty big fan of, of that book but it's just i don't think it was like the worst thing no, no, I mean, I feel like it was okay, like pretty good, but it's just like there was a lot of stuff. I, I guess just more stuff I wish that Watchmen would have. Okay, so I kind of more did this the same thing with Superman 3 where I just kind of wrote some notes in. So let me just throw some stuff out there to just kind of more, more or less stir the pot of this conversation. First off, the reason why I'm coming in a little bit softer than I usually do with this movie is because I recently watched a cinematic visual treat called the batman and in that movie is one of the greatest batmobile scenes i have ever seen in my life hands down i peed my pants a little bit i pooped my pants a little bit but i cannot pretend deny or defend that innocent people definitely died during that car crash like it is it is it is indefensible that batman totally killed innocent people during that scene so it's like well more of a penguin but okay (laughs) Well, also, you know, in the, in the the detect- I mean, it's not like they went off the comic book material, though, in the detect- in several of the detective comics from Batman. He kills multiple people. Yeah, but those are the early, like, golden age. Like, and Michael yeah, Keaton. But, yeah, and-, and Michael Keaton, even though it was a little loony, he's sitting there putting dynamite on somebody's chest and throwing them off the side <laughs> of the building. I mean. Oh, yeah, I had a problem with Michael Keaton, too. Like. You don't want right? to get nuts? <laughs> I mean, there are parts of that Michael Keaton movie I think are okay, but I mean, overall, I I, I don't like the Denver And then Christian, but even Christian Bale's Batman, he throws two Rottweilers off of a parking garage. Rottweilers are people, kills. Grant. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's even worse. Okay. That's even worse, though. They're Rottweilers. Look, Wrigley is right here, and Wrigley agrees. Those dogs attack. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I counted at least two Superman saves. Superman saved at least two soldiers, not counting Lois Lane. I would be more on board with a lot of the destruction. I feel like the movie peaks at the, I always want to call it the diner scene, but you know, the fight they, oh, and right, Smallville. Like the fight they have in Smallville for me is kind of where the movie peaks because in the Metropolis scene, the the main uh, destruction is coming from the spaceship. And to me, it was just like, it was a lot more, it was like Jonathan was talking about. It was a lot more, something for me when it's like there's a destruction happening because superman can't contain these three 
super people. By the time he's fighting Zod, the city's pretty much destroyed already. They're they're just fighting in a city that's already fighting apart. So I feel like if there was just more less alien spaceship evil tyrant stuff and more just like Zod's just like, oh yeah, we're Superman, so we're gonna rule this earth now and Superman can't stop us. I would have been a little bit on, on more on board with that. So I but I do I do really like the small bill scene. Uh, and I, I don't mind product placement. I don't mind product don't placement either. in the movie. Things I like. I really enjoy the classroom scene with Ma Kent. I think that's fantastic. I enjoy the sequence where he's catching Lois out of the spaceship. I think that's that's breathtakingly good. There's this one moment where he first figures out he can fly, and it's the one moment that Scott that Zack Snyder allows you to feel some joy from the character. He smiles. And I'm like, yes, that's all I want. Like, I just want my Superman to be Superman. If you don't like Superman, don't do a Superman movie. <laughs> he did kind of Batman begin Superman's origins, which I he mean, like, it's a thing Batman. for a lot of heroes, but. <laughs> there is the biggest problem with man with uh, with Batman v Superman <laughs> as attached to Man of Steel is there's no separating point. They're the same character almost. I know Batman doesn't have powers, but their motivations are the exact same way. If you wanted to have Superman kill that many people in the battle, at least have him show some remorse for the loss of life. He does not care. What, what did he do after he had to break Zod's neck, Jason? He oh. screamed in agony. That's let's, what he did. Let's, let's get on Zod's neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, it like, you're making it seem like he wanted to kill people or he took joy in it. This Well, no, because he doesn't have, no, because Jonathan Kent didn't instill in him that life is precious. Yes, he, he did. did not, because Jonathan, Jonathan Kent didn't Kent. care. Jonathan <laughs> Kent in this film was a good man. I think that- Was he? Good... What did he do that made you think he was a good man? He took he a baby. He his son. He was trying, he wanted the best for his son that he found in a rocket ship. And he was, he was trying to make the best decisions that he could in those crazy given circumstances. I don't think any one of us would have said anything differently because why? We would have been very fearful for our children because I don't want my child to get taken by the government and, and to be used as an experiment or whatever, trapped in a lab for the rest of their lives. Like, yeah, I can totally understand why Jonathan He's said- He's supposed to be better to than us. That character is supposed to be the best yeah, that he's, he has. You know, whatever, based on the comics. He's like, not literally, like, It's a comic book movie. He, he, he is a good person. I don't think that there's anything wrong with this it's, character. And him saying to Superman, like when Superman asked the question specifically, hey, should I have let those kids drown? Him saying maybe was not yes, obviously. It was not no. It was just like, basically like Grant said, I'm not sure what you should have done, son. But the main thing that he wanted, because he is a father, and we know this because we have children as well, Grant. We know that the first priority is protecting our child, right? I would say F everything also, else. Right. Because he's faced with a tough situation, Jason. He's faced with, yeah, you should save these people. But in the back of his mind, he's thinking like, what happens if my son gets taken by the government? What if the moral that Jonathan on? teaches him is don't yeah. be special. Don't be special. Hide your light. Do not. It's not listen. about not being special. It it's is about, about it. It's about it's his a, son being secretive with those abilities. He wants him to just be a him. farmer. <laughs> yeah, he wants, he wants a normal a life farmer. for his son. If yeah, they farmers are the real heroes. Who his kid was, he didn't know that, that he could fight off pretty much the world. He thought that the government might take him, experiment on, kill him maybe even, and he was wanting his son. 
what other father would tell their son, yeah, go, uh, go get in that burning building over there and uh, <laughs> risk your life to save like two people. And he, yeah, he, even that risk, you got a little kid that you don't know what his limits are. You don't know what he can and cannot. And you're saying, yeah, go to the Titanic and uh, lift it up out of the water, you know? <laughs> as far as I remember, Jason, can't you, do keep, that. you keep comparing it to Superman 1. As far as I remember in Superman 1, Jonathan Kent did not say, go get him, Tiger. What did he say before he had the heart attack? He said, you shouldn't be showing off at football practice. You shouldn't be showing off in front of your friends. You know, yeah, you could beat these kids up, but you should he basically is the same character. No, 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 no. He teaches him from a very, 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 very young age in that movie that you were put here for a purpose. You were put here to help us. You were put, you are going to be special. Soon you will find your way in the sun. That's from All-Star Superman, which is fantastic book again but did jonathan say that in superman won the film because yeah he he tells him that he's bound for great things he teaches him to be a hero i can also recall a scene where he was about to like lose his stuff in front of his friends and jonathan was kind of behind a truck or something working on something there's a difference between telling him not to destroy somebody with his fist and not to not care about human life there was never a statement of any kind made in regard to just his, as much. his son not don't appreciate human life you're making it he seem doesn't like, look at the end of the movie <laughs> jason he had to kill zod there was he no had, other choice and we're gonna get to talking about zod I absolutely no other choice when you look at any other heroes in the, in the mcu even captain america has killed people mm-hmm. i mean God, when he kicked that guy off the boat and winter soldier that was the greatest thing i've ever seen yes. yeah but and that's i'm, not, I'm not talking about the first captain, captain america film but yes he. oh yeah when he actually had a well. when he actually had a gun and Jay, captain america like i know i know from watching other videos with you in it that you enjoy you know the avengers and stuff like that yeah do you think in the first avengers that no one died in that in that whole city invasion well okay Point and you, it wasn't got, comic book accurate because people died no but here's the, <laughs> that, there you go there's your point all those characters they do not have a problem with killing. None of them have a problem with killing in the Avengers. Captain America is a soldier. That's what he does. He's comic book actor. If you want to make a movie about a character, do it to the character. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> but who says you can't have originality in a movie at all? You, you just well, okay, you, can't, you cannot make this movie unless you go frame by frame of what this comic wanna... book says. I'm not saying frame by frame, but I don't want you to completely destroy who the character is. And I feel like that's what Zack Snyder does because Zack Snyder does not like Superman. My only passionate Galt-esque argument is (laughs) I don't know how Superman was able to break General Zod's neck. It's not even the he did it. It's the how did he even do that? Recently, me and the kid have been watching all the Superman. We're up to Supergirl. God help us all. <laughs> so, Jason and, and Tim, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If we have films, we're not we're not debating the fact whether or not a human can break another human's neck. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, maybe they can, maybe they can't. Some people say that's impossible. I don't know the science behind that, but <laughs> that is an accepted fact in most action films, right? When you walk, mm-hmm. when you see Rambo walk up behind somebody and break mm-hmm. their neck, we accept that as okay. That's believable. Yeah. 
So oh, no, I'm willing to I'm, accept that. Why is it so right. hard to accept that a Kryptonian of the same strength cannot break another Kryptonian's Be, neck of the same well, exact strength and power? It's not the logistics of the movie cinema like neck breaking move. It's the fact that they're two invincible characters that literally have not hurt each they're other invincible this entire to, time. To things that are on earth like steel. Right. They're invincible to a bullet. You know, they're invincible yeah. to me punching him, me trying right. to break his neck. Mm -hmm. There's no yeah. way I could do it because I'm a human, but right. there are beings of two, the same equal strength. So right. they're the equal strength, right? So just if, like if a, you punch a piece me, of kryptonite, if you punch me, I could go through you and kill you if you're a Kryptonian, like it, yeah. it just touches right. you and you're, and you're down. But if you, like, if you punched me and we're on relatively equal strength, I don't know how many, we're not doing like a push-up contest or anything, but people of relatively equal strength, if you punched me, I would be bruised and I would be bleeding. The problem, and like the weird thing about it is like they punch each other and it's like two act. it's like I thought they were two invincible characters because every time they punch, there's like, you look at the scene, they're still perfect. They've gone through all this stuff. They haven't had a single well, one scratch. One can make they that haven't... argument for any Marvel movie as well. I mean, no, they, they always they get, get messed up. up all the time. They get messed up all the. Also, here's the thing: because Zack Snyder does not care about the source material at all, it's been clear from every comic book movie the man has touched. Superman two, they explain how Superman can kill Zod. He takes his power away with the crypto, with the crypto. When when Thor fights Loki, has Thor and Loki gotten black eyes and, and bruised and bloody? Yeah, they, they get yeah. cut up all the time. Give me one specific example because uh, I do not how about recall. In, how about in the uh, Battle for New York, Thor gets stabbed. He got stabbed, but we're talking about black eyes here. He got and he had a cut above his eye. Well, when have they ever punched each other in the face? Whenever they were fighting on top of uh, Tony Stark's tower. No, he stabbed him. He didn't punch him. They were fighting. They were throwing punches. I, mean, I, they were I throwing specifically kicks. remember Loki not not bleeding or anything when Thor just, I mean, uh, Hulk just got be smashing him when the little ragdoll scene. He was, he was. He there. had a busted lip. And <laughs> Thor had a cut above his eye from the battle. But that's, and see, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's not like I disagree with the choice. It's like, it's the continent. It's the consistency. That throws me off because like, I'm talking about even like Dragon Balls, you know, every Dragon Ball Z fight, they had like that blood coming from the lip and it, it, it never looked like it seriously hurt, but it showed like, yo, these guys are actually messing each other up. That was the only thing that like threw me off was just, they kind of bounce around like they're invincible until that One, last scene. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's a PG-13 One film. could argue. That it is a PG-13 movie. It could have just been like a writing or a logistical choice. One could before, argue but. that the sun heals Kryptonian, so as they're fighting, they're constantly getting healed also. Why didn't his neck get healed then? <laughs> he broke that. Because it's broke. Gave him the sonic boom <laughs> neck snap. Let's be completely honest about why it happened, Jonathan. I think, and Grant, I think you agree with this. Zack Snyder thought it would be cool, and he did not care if it was possible. He just thought it would look cool, so he threw it in there. Like everything that he puts in, I think that he was faced with a very extremely difficult decision, just like the entire film. Put him in the Phantom Zone. This, this is you not had the ending of the movie, Jason. <laughs> this is not Superman three. Yeah. Okay, he was faced with some really tough real world decisions that he had to face. The beginning of the film. That's that's what this whole movie is about. Taking a more serious 
real world look at the character of Superman, how he would be uh, received in our world. These decisions that he has to make in the film, like either A, I break Zod's neck and kill him, or B, he's going to kill people and he's not going to stop until he either kills me or he keep, continues to kill people. I have As a I tough said, decision to make. I have no problem with the fact that he actually killed Zod. He killed Zod in Superman 2, and I think Superman 2 is fantastic. My problem is, is Zack Snyder does not have enough story cred as a director to write. He does it. All of his characters are horrible. That's an I, uh, I don't have yeah, a problem with like the moral, moral dilemma that he has to kill him, but I'm just talking yeah. like strict, strictly criticizing the structure of the scene. That family could have totally walked away from the laser vision. Like you can make the argument that it was just such an alien thing that they freaked out, but like it was almost like a Prometheus. Like you could have just ran sideways, bro, and it wouldn't have hit you. And but I mean, that's I, just like a logistical. Well, I mean, you, know? you can yeah. you can look at any yeah. any movie. I mean, Thor Ragnarok. Thor gets shocked, and he's literally the god of thunder, and he goes down. I mean, <laughs> every movie has their little caveats and fair things. Enough. That's fair. So here's here's what I will say though. <laughs> You had the ending. Throw him into the Phantom Zone. If you're not going to introduce Kryptonite and take his power away, throw Danny him into the Phantom, Phantom Zone. They got rid of two of them that way. But no, we had to have this very unnecessary like last 25 minutes. Like, well, they're called Kryptonians, Jason. Don't say them. At, at one point in time, Abigail, who is in five, uh, I said nothing to her. I was just like, we're watching Man of Steel. She, a, she looked at me at one point in time, she was like, I don't think Superman would do that. And I'm like, oh, at least a five-year-old understands who Superman is. Uh, <laughs> but she was like, Dad, I'm tired. Because it was just 30 minutes of the same. It's relentless. Like, it's like a 30-minute Metallica song. And guess what? Metallica doesn't make 30-minute songs. because, of Like, it is relentless. It's, there's, it's not joyous at all. Well, it's, not, it's not meant to be a joyous, funny, goofy, he's, jovial film. It's meant to Superman. be a real-world, serious look at Superman. The character and do started. Superior. Do Superior or do another character that's not Superman. If you don't want to do a Superman movie, don't do Superman. It's, it's not... I think the whole, the whole argument here, you just kind of need to get away from that because I don't think there's any modern... Uh, movie that's exactly comic book ac accurate. You can find almost in every single Marvel or DC movie stuff that's not comic book accurate. So, I mean, you got, you got to kind of get away from that. And I think if you want something to be comic book accurate, you need to have someone from the comic that makes the comic book make the movie. I mean, <laughs> there's no way to have it exact. When I say comic book accurate, I just want the character to be the character. Captain the America... of the character... What what is Superman to you? Not what he is a man of steel, just as Superman as a character. I I love the interpretation of of Superman and Kal El in Man of Steel. I think that it's a modern and real world take on a character that was created in the 1940s mm -hmm. or 1939 to be exact, if I'm not mistaken. I personally did not mind some of the minor changes. I feel still firmly believe that the core elements to the character were there. It's not like he was taking joy and pride in killing Zod or accidentally killing, you know, hundreds of people in the city. He just they didn't feel bad about casualties it. Casualties of war. <laughs> he just didn't feel bad about it. Well, we don't know that, Jason. They didn't show us a scene afterwards of uh, explaining exactly how he felt. 
He was in the heat of battle. So well, we, we do know about it because we, saw, we do know that. We, <laughs> we saw him exactly after it during Batman v Superman. We, we know how that character is. And that's well, the- well, the thing is, though, whenever they whenever they show him in Batman versus Superman, that is months and months after those events took place. They show us at the very beginning of the film. Yeah, the aftermath. All that could what, be said, what, carnage. Yeah. What was happening <laughs> again, there, right? They show us the immediate like after aftermath. But then they kind of fast forward a few months and then, and then they got Batman doing some retarded stuff with, with his brand and all this. <laughs> Which crazy. I don't like. You know, oh, look, I won't defend Batman v Superman. And I'm not saying you will. But I feel like I'm the reason that, the reason we got to Batman v Superman is because we set Superman in this way. Not and at that's all. part of the problem. If they would have stuck with the direction that they were going in in the first 15 minutes of Batman versus Superman, it would have been a phenomenal film. Which no, would been it would not. Just keeping I, it I, I about disagree. Batman versus Superman. Not bringing mm-hmm. in Wonder Woman and bringing in Lex Luthor and bringing in Doomsday and bringing in every other character. Well, no, just keep it simple. Yeah, if they would, if they would have kept it just like the comic book where Batman gets Superman, he's holding them and he's like, you know, I want you to remember, Clark. Uh, I want you to remember the man who beat. <laughs> the problem with that is, yeah. do you bleed? Oh, I hate that one. The you problem will. is. The problem is, is because the reason that story, book four of The Dark Knight Returns, which is seminal reading, you guys should uh, all read it again. I just reread it not too long ago. The reason that story works is because Batman and Superman have 75 years of friendship, and it's supposed to hurt. If you like the Injustice Superman, that's great. The reason the Injustice Superman works it's because we slowly see a good character turn evil. I don't feel like fire, baby. I none don't of this has anything to do with Man of Steel. It all well, has I think to do it with does. Batman. Can I Superman. can I play something that puts us on a, a more cheery note that we can all agree on? Just real quick. That's what I've been doing here. I've been trying to find it. Hey, look, Superman's. Hey, look, Superman's. But even even from Superman three, what we just discussed on the last video, like you were saying, it the battle between the two Superman was kind of like something inside Superman, and even if it was kind of a gag film, it kind of shows right. that Superman can't be all good. He does have a duality in his personality, and he fights demons inside all the time. He's not from the nineteen forties just this good old boy, you know, back then, just like from the 1940s, they might've made Chevrolet trucks that were focused on being the biggest and toughest or, or, or whatever. And now they're focused on gas mileage because it's 70 years later. Nothing's right. going to stay the same from back then because everything back then was supposed to be jolly and good, but things evolved. Thank you so much for the debate. It was fun. Uh, we have to, at some point, cut this off because literally folks, I'm telling you, <laughs> Jason, is has drawn that line in the sand so have I, grant and i i think tim's probably the most mutual of us all we will live and die by that sword till the day we die and that's the you want thing you want to get personal rotten tomato scores real quick yeah jason you you I, i'll go last i'm gonna go okay 73 percent. you right now yeah I mean, it, it really is just like a movie to me. It's like personally, it's, it's, I would give it because the, the fact that's that it's certifiably like, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is fresh. Personally, I would give it a since it's still in my top five or six, I would give it a 91 percent. 
92% from me. Personal scored 9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes scored 92%. And I'm saying that because you can't really have a 100 out of 100 movie hardly. Uh, you just don't yeah. leave your spa- yourself any room to improve. I'm just going to say 92 out of 100. All right. Like I said, I'm a fair man. It visually looks amazing. There are things I like. I'm going to say 45%. It's a fair That's not man. far from what it actually is. I think this I think the story is just there are so many holes. Jarrell being like, we could get some people off this planet, but because we killed this planet, we deserve to die. Jarrell taking the he says it. I just watched it like today. He says it. You got that? You've got Jarrell. We had our chance. Yeah, we had our chance. Morally <laughs> outstanding superhero. I'm curious what movie would maybe bump Superman out of the top five for you, Jonathan. You said it might be six. What what movie might possibly push it out of the top five? I'll you gotta right check here. that list, dude. <laughs> Let's go to the list. Do, 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 uh, do, well, the one that's right below it for me is The Winter Soldier. But the movie that Wait. actually bumped it, bumped it out was Avengers Endgame. And that's how highly I regard Man of Steel. I'm telling you, like, Man. the action sequences, to me, I disagree. I couldn't disagree with Jason more on how I felt. If I ever felt like it was a 30 minute Metallica song, I was at the edge of my seat literally the whole time. Those action sequences were next level. The music elevated everything so well. I love that film. And and for me, movies are all about moments. And that's the beautiful thing about movies, guys. All four of us have different rankings, what our number one is, what our number zero is, whatever. Like, Movies are so subjective. I can watch a movie that is absolutely terrible, in my opinion, and then sitting right next to me is Grant, and he absolutely loved it. So uh, that's the beauty of film, and Jason's not necessarily wrong. I'm not necessarily right. We just like to argue about it. <laughs> we do. It's, to be fair, it's only this one movie. <laughs> well, and one that you and Grant would agree on that I don't agree on is The Dark Knight Rises. I do like to drive that right. Yeah. Man, I haven't <laughs> seen that movie in so long. I don't it's, even know. It's my not opinion. perfect. It's not perfect. No. I, I, it's not. <laughs> Only reason Jonathan doesn't like it is because it doesn't show Batman jumping out of the ship and the bomb going off. That's not the only reason. That's the only reason Jonathan doesn't like it. But have no fear, folks. We will argue about that one next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can check out Tim on uh, TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff. Tell us about that stuff, Tim. Yeah, just come, uh, just come follow me and watch me make a fool out of myself. That's really, the, that's the pitch because that's what I'm doing. So it's like, <laughs> it's simple content for simple people. So if uh, you want to check out my stuff, like Jonathan said, there's the social media stuff at, below and uh, yeah, come hang out, have fun. And Jason God as well, as well as Grant, all three, all three of the individuals that are joining me today are versatile in, in their uh, social media endeavors. Yeah, Grammy 16, YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me it's jason explains it all i'm available on spotify google play and apple itunes also you can check us out on instagram and tiktok at real comic book cinema you can follow us here on, on uh, not facebook on youtube make sure you click the bell to get notifications every time we drop a video we try to drop two videos every week you can also find us on facebook guys have a great day and until next time
Thank you.